Hello, and welcome to The Staffing Show, the only podcast that delivers tools, tips, and tactics from the staffing and recruiting industry's top executives and thought leaders. This episode is brought to you by Staffing Referrals, the only automated referral management platform chosen by smart staffing firms. Tired of wasting money on traditional job boards? Sick of reminding recruiters about promoting your referral program? Wish you could eliminate admin work spent tracking referrals and scheduling interviews? That's where Staffing Referrals comes in. Imagine transforming your entire talent pool into digital recruiters on behalf of your company. Think about how happy you'll make your team by eliminating wasted time spent tracking referrals and scheduling interviews. There's a reason that Staffing Referrals is one of the fastest growing software platforms in our industry. It's because staffing executives want to scale faster by automating recruiting processes. It's because with Staffing Referrals, you can actually see an ROI. And it's because our world is now more digital than ever and your candidates expect you to keep up. Don't get passed by the competition. Stop missing referrals and start recruiting smarter. Get staffing referrals and improve your tech stack today. To claim one free month, visit www.staffingreferrals.com show. That's staffingreferrals.com show. Hello, everyone. Thank you again for joining us at the Staffing Show. Super excited today to be joined by Dave Dvorak of Kamana. Dave, uh, thanks so much for joining us today. And uh, why don't you start off with a little uh, introduction about, tell us a little bit about who you are and uh, what you're up to these days. Yeah, sure. And it's, uh, it's great to be on the, the staffing, uh, staffing Show podcast, David. I appreciate you having me on. Uh, so, hey, everyone. I'm, I'm Dave Dvorak, uh, one of three co-founders at Kamana. Uh, we're a healthcare staffing uh, software company, uh, strictly in the healthcare staffing space. Uh, we build software for healthcare professionals to store, track, manage, and share their credentials and really navigate their uh, career, uh, particularly through the like travel nursing and travel healthcare staffing space uh, more efficiently. And then for uh, the folks who employ those, those travel healthcare professionals, uh, staffing agencies uh, to uh, really work with the healthcare professionals and, and deal with uh, the process of credentialing, onboarding, recruiting, um, you know, really building a platform that is a collaborative ecosystem for, you know, healthcare professionals and staffing agencies to work from kind of end to end of the process. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, I know we've met a few years back at, I think at TravCon, uh, the first time we met in person. And uh, I remember you kind of talking about the early days about the problem you're solving, which is, is pretty cool is you're actually, um, and for the listeners that aren't familiar with Kamana, uh, from you know, my understanding, you can tell me how, how good I'm, uh, how close I am on this, but you guys are really saving both the agency and travelers a ton of time from reducing repetitive work by kind of make, you know, easing the pain on that credentialing process. Um, how did, how did you come up with the, the concept? Where did you find, figure out that the, there's this problem that needed to be solved? Yeah, great question. And, and uh, interesting you bring up TrevCon. Uh, that, was, that was really kind of our coming out uh, party, TrevCon 2019, where we, we'd kind of been around for a few months playing, testing the waters and, and really came for a big launch at that event. So that uh, was a great time to sync up. But uh, yeah, so for uh, travelers themselves, uh, my co-founder, John, is a travel nurse. He uh, doesn't have time to travel nurse anymore, but he was a, a travel nurse for a long time. And uh, he's also a really good friend of mine from growing up. And uh, this was summer of 2018. Uh, he was up on a contract in, in Alaska and I would tend to kind of go visit him wherever he was staying. 
And uh, I actually stayed up there for a few months and he was going through the process of looking for his next contract and he was working night shift, but he was just having to wake up almost in the middle of the day when he's supposed to be sleeping every day to talk to recruiters and take pictures of various certifications and fill out different job applications. And as we like, uh, or as I was hanging out there in Alaska and was just kind of seeing him like do the same thing every day and just like kind of dead end roads to getting his next contract. Uh, we started talking about like from the traveler's perspective, like, man, you were doing a lot of the same thing on like terrible software platforms or oftentimes through <laughs> and you're doing it all day, every day and it's not getting you anywhere. So my first name was like, man, like there's gotta be some platform out there that can help you, John. Like, let's, uh, let's take a look. Let's scour the internet. Let's see a way that you can like more efficiently be a travel nurse. And after kind of diving in, you know, realize that there, there wasn't one. Uh, you know, fast forward a good ways, we started investigating like the agency side of the market and, uh, you know, realized that John is just one guy. Uh, so one travel nurse dealing with all this stuff, I'm watching how big of a headache he has. And then we're thinking about this from the perspective of the staffing agency is dealing with like the credentialing and the onboarding and the repetitive applications and the paperwork and the validation. They're doing all this stuff for, you know, hundreds or thousands of nurses at once. And they're managing it all through, you know, software that's super dated or, more commonly Excel sheets, uh, texting, emails, uh, and just really saw an opportunity to come in here and start solving problems in the market. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. And have you ever calculated how much uh, it saves a, a traveler? Do you have any idea on how much time it saves them on a, a yearly basis? You know, the, the average travel nurse is going to change job every, every three months. Um, most travel nurses are working with three staffing agencies at any given time. And, and really, that's a limitation of I only have time to work with three because I've got to manually do all these things uh, with, yeah. with them every time. Uh, I would say we don't have hard calculations, um, but uh, I, I can say that, you know, when folks go in and apply for a job and do the credentialing and onboarding with the staffing firm, um, or even just to get submitted, it, it's usually hours of work. And the way we've developed the platform is it's a single profile uh, for a nurse and you can carry that profile with you from agency to agency. And really throughout your entire career, even to self-manage your credentials and all of your paperwork. Um, so this digital wallet aspect of Kamana uh, takes that like typically, uh, you know, every three months you're going to do three to five hours of work with, you know, three to five wow. agencies. And, and we're just huh. down to one time for the rest of your life. That's amazing. Yeah. And I've uh, uh, been in that, started my career in staffing through the travel nursing side. I, I was at the Traveler's Haven and I've talked with many of travel nurses and uh, the, the, it's such a pain point. I mean, everybody was always curious about not only how clunky the process was, but just the time it takes. And uh, it really sounds, it sounds like you're solving a, a meaningful problem. And I've, until we've talked earlier, I hadn't actually thought about, I've always thought about the benefit from the traveler perspective where I'm like, all right, well, that's, that's great. Like you're going to help them. Obviously they're going to want to use this, but on the actual staffing agency side, I've not thought about the fact that like, once you have this set up, you're not going to, they don't, you have a standardized process. People can come and go. They can actually create flexibility, which saves them quite a bit of time as well. How, how are you working with uh, staffing agencies right now? What's kind of that look like for you guys? Yeah, for sure. So we uh, just like timeline perspective, we launched uh, kind of this the digital wallet for, for nurses first, uh, where they could store track, manage and share their credentials. We created this really cool, like, link sharing process, kind of like you would share a Dropbox link, but uh, gave the, the user permissions around how they actually share their stuff and allow them to turn on and off access for particular recruiters and typical or, and, uh, particular agencies. And 
Uh, ran that for a few months, which was great in generating interest from agencies because you had nurses out in the market, you know, sending this Kamana profile share from their digital wallet. And uh, rather than receiving a series of like, you know, 47 texts and emails, like everything I need to know about Jama Nurse just like hits my inbox in a second. Um, and then, you know, five minutes later, I can submit them to the hospital. And then when it comes time for the onboarding, uh, I've already got a lot of the paperwork that I need. So we really uh, like, you know, cut our teeth in that side and, and then brought our first staffing agency onto the platform. Um, we're looking at about 15, 16 months ago, something like that. And, and between then and now, we've ramped up to about 80 agencies on the platform. Um, all That's healthcare. amazing. Yeah, all healthcare staff. Um, so we've, we've kind of kept our niche and, and really maintained like the power of focus of, of software development and doing it just in like the travel nursing and allied space. Um, and, and yeah, we're working with, you know, agencies from really, really small startup agencies to, uh, you know, some really, really big agencies and, and everything in between. We've got folks of all sizes on the platform. And do you, do you have uh, I should know this maybe, but do you have like an apply with Kamana button that you get enable? Is that a, is that part of the, part of the deal? Uh, you know, it's interesting. So all the agencies that use our platform now, they're using it as their core applicant tracking system. Um, so that like process of apply with Kamana into other applicant tracking systems is something that we are doing a lot of you know, research and development on, uh, on our end, um, where we've got this really concept of, uh, you know, like LinkedIn has tried to do with, with, you know, the non. Yeah. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah. Um, so, so for agencies, like, you know, we know, uh, we're not naive. We're not going to go out and get every healthcare staffing agency in the industry to use our, our agency software platform but we really got into this market to solve problems for the nurse and to stop that duplication and rep repetition of paperwork. Uh, so getting that like apply with Kamana experience, you know, for, you know, any applicant tracking system, you know, various job boards is something that we're pretty heavily pursuing. And uh, even since day one, when you, when you uh, apply to an agency that uses Kamana, uh, it's got that same feel because it basically gives you a, a two different choices when you go to apply with an agency. You can either click a button that says, create my profile, or you can say, I have a Kamana profile. So even though we don't have these uh, these things integrated yet with other applicant tracking platforms and stuff like that, uh, we've really been building for that experience since day one. Uh, that's great. And I, I love any product out there that's uh, focused on the candidate first. Um, I think that's the, the route that we all need to be going. It's like you make the you make the candidate happy and everything else will follow and follow in place. So I, I love that you're, you're going down that path. Um, so one other thing that we, we briefly discussed and I saw, it, uh, actually the link, LinkedIn update, I think is how I got the news, but I saw that you, uh, were recently acquired by triage. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what, what's going on there and what that means for uh, the customers you're working with? Yeah, sure. Uh, and that's uh, definitely a, an exciting new development, a new chapter for us at Kamana. So uh, Triage Staffing, uh, pretty big staffing firm. I'm, I'm sure a lot of the listeners here are aware of Triage, but if, if you're not, they're a healthcare staffing agency out of Omaha. I've been around for uh, about 15 years and uh, have, have a, a very awesome operation going on over there. So <clears throat> we started talking with Triage really as a, as a customer um, or as a hopeful customer. Um, and they were, you know, really helpful for us and having conversations and just really open to the idea of innovation. And uh, as we were going down this customer path, uh, we started the conversations and we had like two or three agencies on the platform. We really hadn't built very much, like no way the platform was ready to support it and, you know, an organization of that size. Um, but we just kept in communication with them and, you know, simultaneous, simultaneously we're going down this like tech startup path and, We'd raised a, a seed round uh, about a year, uh, a little over a year ago, 
Uh, and when it came time to start thinking about additional fundraising, um, just really engaged, uh, you know, them in the process of, you know, what could a possible investment relationship look like? And um, ultimately, you know, w- where we landed was, uh, you know, they, they know uh, that there's a lot of innovation that needs to happen in the industry. And they're uh, working really hard and really aggressively to improve the industry for healthcare staff, I mean, not just for themselves, but for other agencies and the facilities they work with and for the candidates that they work with. And um, kind of our vision of, of where healthcare staffing is in five years is very aligned with their vision of healthcare staffing in five years. And we decided like, you know, rather than, you know, go out this uh, kind of as, as separate paths, uh, let's join together and, and try to accelerate kind of Kamana's path to, you know, making uh, the Kamana platform the standard of how healthcare staffing operates. Um, so we, uh, have, have uh, officially been acquired by them. We're still operating as a separate company. Um, and the way the relationship basically works is uh, on the day-to-day, uh, you know, they're a customer and a strategic partner, and they're opening a lot of doors to information, people and insights and financial resources and, and uh, everything that you get from working with a great organization that size. But, you know, they also, uh, from day one of the conversation, were like, you know, the Kamana solution doesn't solve the industry problem. The triage gets to keep it for themselves. Um, so we went into the relationship with, you know, Kamana continues to operate as a separate company and we continue to bring other agency partners onto the platform. And from triage's perspective, you know, keeping the Kamana team, the Kamana team and, and keeping that data siloed and making sure that we're not just protecting the nurse's privacy and the nurse's data, because that's such a big part of who we are as Kamana, um, but also protecting the other agencies that are using Kamana and, and making sure that you know, they can all use it and feel confident that you know, while triage is, is an owner and a strategic partner and, and uh, a foundational way of how we're going to move the product and the platform forward, uh, you know, over the next several years. Um, also, a, a very open and collaborative environment that's uh, going to be maintained to work for really everybody in the industry. Uh, that, that's amazing. Um, and congrats on that. I know you, uh, it seems like a, a great partnership and I, I hear a lot of good things about the, the people at triage as well. Uh, so that's uh, uh, exciting times for you. So. For sure. And, you know, it's, it's, we kind of had that decision point, right? Like as a startup, we can go down the venture capital path. We had a lot of interested venture capital investors. And um, when you go down that path as a company, there's pros and cons. And one of the definite cons is, you know, the only focus, uh, you know, from the venture capital investors is like, I want to next my money back. Um, and, you know, ultimately we didn't get into this, this industry to get 10 X our money back. We got into this industry to solve problems and um, having a strategic partner like triage, who's, you know, first and foremost, wants to make the industry better is, is put us in a really, really good place. Uh, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, and I, I uh, having been part of quite a few startups and having one on one on my own, I, that is a, it's a tough choice when you're like, all right, well, the, we need the capital to grow, but how bad do we need it? And what, what relationship do we want? So, uh, you know, there's a, a lot of different, uh, there's some good PE and DC money out there, but there's also, I've watched some people go through, go through some trials and tribulations when going down that path as well. So uh, uh, congrats again. Um, one thing that you touched on while talking about kind of how you and Triage uh, partnered up and, and uh, you know, through that acquisition was that seeing that kind of the future of staffing, uh, seeing what the future of healthcare staffing looks like. Um, why don't you tell me a little bit about kind of what you see next uh, and kind of where you see things going? From a, uh, for the healthcare staffing industry? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, the first thing, you know, back to the, the spirit of like traveler first and healthcare professional first is just the mass duplication of work um, is, is we think is going to go away. 
Um, and, and we think Kamana is going to be the catalyst to make that go away where uh, I'm used to doing these things, you know, 15, 20 times a year and I'm manually tracking all my expirations and I'm texting this here and I'm emailing that there. Um, you know, we see from that perspective, um, a lot of the human powered things that have had to go into uh, the healthcare staffing industry, you know, up until this moment, um, we see a lot of automation coming around that. Um, and not just by kind of centralizing this concept of the Kamana digital wallet, but also by building, you know, building and continuing to build tools for staffing agencies to, you know, automatically process people through the application and onboarding and job matching and all the things that are being done, you know, manually within a staffing agency today that require just so much human power. Um, we see just a lot of automation entering that. Um, but what we don't see on the other side is, you know, we, we don't think that the people are going to go away. Um, there's, there's a lot of folks who come into the healthcare staffing industry with this vision of, uh, you know, over here in this industry, we, you know, we made the computers do everything and, and uh, there's not, there's not a need for recruiters and there's not a need for compliance managers and there's not a need for client managers. And we don't really see the industry that way. It is a very human centered business and people driven business. Um, so we kind of see this blend of, uh, you know, right now where a staffing agency has got, let's say, or a recruiter can work with, you know, let's say 25 people on their desk at, at any given moment. Um, we see, you know, the introduction of technology like Kamana coming in and, and enabling them to say work with 50 or 75 or hundred because they're not having to do all these manual processes that are, that are coming into play. And I would say, if we, if we talk about where the, the, the kind of big goal for the industry is, is, uh, it's also really expensive. I mean, healthcare staffing is, is really expensive for hospitals, really expensive uh, for the patients that the hospitals are serving, um, because this this whole industry is running so archaically, uh, so we see with the introduction of you know technology and the elimination of this duplication of data all over the place, um, the opportunity to ultimately bring the cost down for the healthcare system. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I've talked to uh, quite a few people in the space that are you know everybody's trying to do the. Uh, I think there's a lot of people that are trying to solve for like how do we get nurses to get go from application to on the job without a recruiter engagement um, if they don't want to, you know, if, if that's the, kind of the path, which I've actually done a little bit of research on this back in the day, but I, I, what I've come up with, I mean, I think that there, there are segments of people, there are segments of nurses who want to maximize their income and who are going to be willing to do as much of the lifting as possible and don't want to talk to people. And there's others that are, I think are always going to want that travel. You know, the, the, I almost think of it as like a travel agent, you know, like a recruiter, the recruiter talent agent uh, kind of component where it's like, Hey, I can call this person if I'm having issues, all of those things. And kind of, uh, I think that's, it's interesting to think about those different segments. Um, with that, I, I know just recently I saw, uh, I think it was a, um, might've been executive forums on SIA. I saw some information about snap nurse and their growth. Um, I mean, I think they're kind of, are they going down that path and you see, what are your thoughts, I guess, around that, that kind of like apply to place without a uh, recruiter uh, engagement at all? Yeah, for sure. I think it's totally possible. Um, I do think, and, and I guess to, to go to the other side of my, my earlier statement of like the, the people are never going to go away. I, I think to your point, that's a, that's, uh, ex exactly right, where the people can go away in situations where both parties want the people to go away. Um, and, you know, you've got yeah. snap nurses, are really, you know, an interesting model. I, I don't, uh, you know, we, we try not to, to spend too much time looking at the competition, I'll be honest, but, um, you know, the, the way we think of platforms like snap nurse um, and, 
Uh, they're, they're doing a lot of amazing things for the industry. There's a lot of these like tech-centered staffing companies that are doing a lot of amazing things for moving the industry in the right direction, which is fantastic. Um, and the, the kind of way we fit into that is, is we really see, uh, you know, not every company can go out and, and raise, you know, a bunch of money to go build proprietary software. So, you know, we're kind of filling yeah. the gap of, um, you know, everyone who doesn't want to be a staffing company and a software company at the same time. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. I've always been a, a tech nerd and kind of, you know, heavy on the early adoption of tools. But, um, you know, being in the staffing industry now on the supplier side for about 10 years, the transition in just the last five years has been insane. And then I think the pandemic just accelerated that, you know, like two or two or three X that uh, adoption of new technology. Um, with that, are there other kind of areas that you're excited about or even like, you know, roadmap concepts for Kamana that you see uh, healthcare staffing firms picking up to kind of improve the candidate experience or any technology that you're just generally excited about? Yeah, that's a great question. I get excited. I feel like I get excited about a new technology every day. Um, I, I, <laughs> I, I say, my, right? my team's literally told me that my team at one point was like, you cannot add another plugin into Slack unless you did a, like use it for a month before, which prove, prove it for a month before you throw another thing our way. So I get, I'm like, oh, let's try them all out. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, we, we operate much the same. Um, I, I, th- I think from a roadmap perspective, I mean, we've, we really started Kamana around this, this idea of like the candidate experience and uh, I'll, I'll divert on a maybe fun fact for a minute is when we actually started the company, uh, we really intended to go down this path of like, a, you know, a job board and we're going to do job matching and we're going to help make connections. And the realization that we came to early on was it doesn't really matter if we make a connection in five minutes instead of five days because the credentialing still takes three weeks. Um, so like, what's the, what's the use of a five second connection if the next step takes weeks? Um, so yeah, kind of shifted our focus really early on to like, let's solve this credentialing and compliance and onboarding problem. Um, and from a roadmap perspective, we're now starting to test, you know, some of our, our original concepts with a, a feature we've launched called the Kamana Job Network, where we've got, you know, tens of thousands of, of nurses out there uh, using the Kamana digital wallet to manage and store and track and share their credentials and, um, we saw this opportunity, particularly with COVID, um, where like there was just this massive need for, for nurses. And, you know, we had customers reaching out saying like, do you have anyone in your network that's looking for a job? And we had agents or nurses reaching out saying like, who's got the highest contracts? And, you know, we've got both people on the platform. So we started to bridge some of those connections. So from a like, what else can, you know, are we excited about that we're going to be bringing into the market is, you know, not only am I you know, managing all of my people and my credentials and my compliance, but I can also start to bridge some of those faster connections where um, that's, you know, definitely exciting from a functionality standpoint. And, and then if we think like really big vision, I'll, I'll keep some of the, you know, most of the future stuff in stealth mode, I'll say, but uh, I can, I can say at a high level, uh, like the, you know, the travel nursing space is really just a, a tipping off point or a jumping off point for us. Um, there are nurses and healthcare professionals and staffing companies and employers, uh, you know, healthcare employers all over the country um, that are dealing with this, not just in the travel space, but in other areas of staffing and uh, kind of, you know, uh, exploring uh, what the uh, kind of apply with Kamana solution works, uh, looks like not just for, you know, the, the travel nurse industry, but for the healthcare staffing industry overall is something that we're very excited, excited about. That, that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's funny as we were, 
one of my best friends I'm from kindergarten, he had a company, he started a company years and years ago, never went anywhere with it, but it was called License Buddy. And it was for CPAs to manage their license, which I mean, the same, it was the same concept where it's like, hey, you guys, you got to keep these things up to date. You've got to keep all your paperwork in order. And like, this is a pain for everybody. And so I think you're, uh, you know, ancillary to that, but that's a, it's a, I really like where you're going with it. Um, one thing you also mentioned there, and I am hearing, uh, well, we're, I think we're seeing <laughs> movement in all aspects of staffing on this front. Um, but the, the whole concept of the marketplace uh, is something that I feel like I hear, you know, three or four times a week, I'm talking to somebody who's trying to build a, some form of a marketplace for all of their talent, where their talent can find the jobs, you know, apply, get, get accepted, move forward. Um, any thoughts around kind of what you see, uh, anything exciting on that front or anything that you guys are able to share uh, with regards to a marketplace concept? Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I do think in healthcare staffing, uh, it's a little trickier than in like other areas of, you know, staffing or the gig economy, just because there's so much like post submission work that has to go into actually stepping foot into a hospital. Um, so I'll say that like the traditional marketplace angle, uh, kind of being the end all solution for healthcare staffing, uh, we, we just don't see it. Um, we, we do see opportunity and we're pursuing opportunity for, uh, like building marketplaces into the tools and systems that people are using to like manage their staff and manage their compliance and manage their credentialing. And, um, you know, that that's kind of the, the hybrid approach that that you know you know we're we're kind of doubled down on here uh, with Kamana is uh, the marketplace you know concept in healthcare staffing is great uh, but I do think it's secondary to all the other work that has to go into not just you know getting the nurse into the hospital but you know to your point everything is just expiring all the time and you've got to keep track of all these things and all these people at all these places and um, you know making sure that you know first and foremost stays at the the center at least in you know. Our, our strong opinion is, is the is kind of the important path, but um, I, I do you know believe in, in the power of technology to uh, kind of digitize the the way that people find work. And um, if we think about the future of you know how a nurse is going to navigate their career five years from now, um, I'm sure it's going to look you know very different. And I think the the marketplace uh, kind of concept uh, and probably a number of marketplaces are are really going to end up. Uh, uh, at the at the front of the pack and uh, are going to be used for the long term. Yeah, I, I, it's interesting. Uh, before this, I came from you know the travel industry. Uh, I had uh, was uh, CMO at a company called Hotel Engine, and when I looked at that market, and then I look at you know at what happened to the travel industry over the last forty years, and then apply that, it feels like it's similar to what's happening in staffing in some ways, where you used to have all these travel agencies, and now you've got the ability to kayak and you can book through all of the different platforms. And I think there is, uh, it feels like there's quite a few people kind of moving in that direction. It'll be interesting to see how it all pans out and what that really means for staffing and uh, staffing agencies as a whole. Um, one other thing that you and I just briefly talked about earlier, but I think it's pretty cool. And I'm going to be jumping back a little bit more to specific on your products. Uh, but the fact that uh, we were talking about how many, you know, how many travel nurses have, computers or where, where are they applying and how are they applying? Um, I don't remember the exact number, but you mentioned something about the mobile stats on mobile usage. Right. And I think it's just interesting for people that are listening to the, listen to the podcast. So if you want to dig into that a little bit. Yeah, sure, man. So, uh, you know, when we got into Kamana, one of the main pain points that, you know, John, my co-founder and I realized is, uh, you know, he's having to do all these things, uh, you know, from a laptop, you know, while he's supposed to be asleep because he's working night shift. Um, 
And the reason he's doing that is because it's like, it seems like every piece of, you know, software in the healthcare staffing industry just doesn't work on your phone. Um, so from day one, that's been a huge focus of us, uh, of ours. And, uh, you know, make sure that we're designing and developing everything mobile first, where it works just as, you know, well on your iPhone 4 as it does on your MacBook, as it does on your Android, as it does on your Windows tablet. So we really designed this as a, a mobile responsive app. And uh, to get to your question about the data, um, you know, now like having all these users and activity on our platform every day, we're seeing uh, about 85% of our users uh, on the healthcare professional side are coming in through a mobile device um, 100% of the time, uh, which, you know, tells us that they probably don't even have a laptop, much less like uh, want to use it. So uh, that's definitely been a big attractant, uh, particularly in our early days of getting the platform into the hands of staffing agencies um, of like, look, you're, you know, we've looked at your website. Uh, I've tried it on my phone. It just doesn't work. You're losing candidates. Um, and, you know, bringing that candidate portal experience that Kamana offers for staffing agencies uh, with a fully mobile, responsive, mobile-first design uh, has been a huge win. And secondary to that, even though we see almost the exact opposite on the agency side, where uh, about 80% of agencies almost all up top, yeah, up yeah. top, uh, we, we do design everything from the agency perspective, mobile-first as well. So, um, you know, just like a, a nurse can go and do their entire, you know, application and onboarding and credentialing and communication and paperwork, they can do all that from their phone and their recruiters can too. And I think that's going to be really important uh, particularly as the world shifts more and more to this like permanent concept of remote work. And uh, I'd say we're, we're probably leading the pack in terms of uh, mobile, mobile first or even mobile capable technology as far as, as, far as the uh, staffing agency user goes. That's, that's incredible. And uh, any advice for, I mean, I know so many uh, staffing agencies as they're pushing to have a better digital experience with their brand and trying to get their site set up so it's uh, more mobile friendly. Uh, any any tips that you're willing to share with any of the listeners? Yeah, work work with an expert. Uh, don't try to do it yourself. Uh, and you know, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be Kamana. I mean, there are tons of, of great you know web yeah. designers and web developers out there. Even for your your you know your initial application process, like there's a lot of agencies that still kind of go through the traditional like apply on my website. You know, I take the email, I put it in my ATS, and you know, maybe it gets automatically imported, but you know those those you know entry points for the nurse are so important. Um, I think statistically, if you think about like the world of technology, you've got like less than two seconds or less than one second for somebody to like make a decision to go the other way. Um, so when you've got a, yeah. a website or a process out there where you're like, hey, go here and do this thing in order to work with my company. Uh, and I get there and it doesn't work and I'm, you know, trying to toggle my phone around and then I've got to move my laptop. Uh, you know, one thing that, that we always say when we're kind of thinking and, 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 and designing the platform is like our biggest enemy is the back button. You don't want someone to land on a page and, and like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to do here. So I'm, I'm out of here. Um, yeah. Uh, my, my advice is uh, to, to agencies out there, particularly uh, because most folks, you know, 80% plus are working on their desktop all the time. A lot of people probably don't even know what their mobile site looks like. Um, so take the time to like open your phone, go through your own application process on your phone and see what it looks like and just take a hard look at like, is is this something that I would want to do if I was applying for a job? Yeah. And you know, I actually, uh, to that point, I one recommendation I always have is just 
go, go apply on your own, go apply to a job on your website. And I think it's amazing how many, uh, there's a lot of executives that go like, Oh, I've never like the marketing team handles that. And it's like, you, you might want to just go experience it and see how you feel about it. Cause, uh, there's a lot of bad experiences happening out there. There's a lot of confusion points or you get to, you know, it, it, you turn it, you get to a spot on a mobile application or a mobile form at any point. If you have a little, little hiccup, you turn around, you go out, you forget what you're doing. You, you don't go, you don't finish it. And, uh, I think there's a lot of opportunity just from kind of checking in and then uh, plug, you know, if you don't have the experience you want, I'd recommend maybe talk to Dave, talk to Kamana. <laughs> so, uh, uh, awesome. So what, what's, uh, what's next in store for Kamana? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, we are still, uh, I'll say, uh, you know, laser focused on building and releasing uh, and solving problems for healthcare staffing agencies, particularly those that are, you know, in the travel nursing and allied space. Uh, we've got a lot of per diem folks on the platform, but, you know, we, uh, we continue to believe in like the power of like, let's not move on and expand into these other areas of, of the market until we've truly solved the, the problem for uh, these healthcare staffing agencies. So um, although we've got a, you know, a, a really solid and, you know, phenomenal customer base and user base, um, you know, What's next for us is like continuing to uh, talk to them every day about their experience, you know, not just with our platform, but, you know, what else are, are they struggling with? Like what else sucks about their job? And, uh, and just having those really real conversations about like, what are your pain points and, and how can we solve them in a like non-traditional way that isn't just taking your this off of paper and putting it into a piece of software. Um, so I, I'd say, uh, uh, Big focus for us is, you know, we're, we're here in the healthcare staffing space uh, for, for the foreseeable and, and uh, going to maintain that really tight focus and, until it makes sense to, to, to say that, you know, we've, we've checked enough boxes here. We feel comfortable spreading our wings further. Uh, that's great. I think that's the, uh, the right strategy and right approach. Uh, so shifting gears a little bit to kind of some personal, just fun questions I like to ask everybody. Um, right, so why don't you tell me prepared for this. you're right. <laughs> the, 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 uh, the, the fire round. So, um, in the last five years, what new belief behavior or habit has most improved your life? That is a great question. New belief, behavior, or habit. Uh, first thing that comes to mind, I would say maybe this is the behavior or, or belief, not so much a habit, but, um, I would say, uh, kind of as I got into the, the software world, um, I, I really had to learn um, that, you know, you've got to talk to a lot of people um, and a lot of conversations, you know, maybe early on might feel like a waste of time. Uh, but I think mentally, I really, you know, early on, I made the decision that I'm going to go into every single conversation I have, whether it's with, you know, somebody in the startup ecosystem or with a nurse or with a staffing agency or with somebody who totally fundamentally disagrees with everything that I say. Um, going into those conversations with the belief that like no conversation is a wasted conversation and there's always like nuggets of information that you can pull out of like every single person that you talk to, um, I'd say is a, maybe a, a behavior I've, I've adapted that I think is, you know, served me personally very well. Um, you know, go into every conversation with a positive attitude and leave with a positive attitude, even if they hated, you know, the entire, you know, every minute. <laughs> yeah. Of the uh, yeah. And I think a really positive thing for us and, and for the company as well. I absolutely love that. Uh, I, I think there's a, an unbelievable amount of truth on like the also going into something with expectations that it, it tends to increase the odds of it going the way you want it to. You know, if you're going in with positive expectations, it's like, uh, it may not go positive, but it, it, it increases the likelihood for sure. 
Um, what is one of the best or uh, most worthwhile investments you've ever made? Could be an investment of money, time, energy, et cetera. Interesting question. Uh, my mind jumps right to people. Um, I think uh, I've mentioned a couple of times my co-founder, John, who's also a good friend of mine. You know, him, him nor I are engineers uh, and we are yeah. a software company. Um, so really, really early on uh, when we started exploring this market, um, we made the decision to like, uh, we're, we're going into this market to solve really complex problems. Uh, we, we can't do it without like the technology expertise on our team. So, you know, we made the dedication really early on to uh, spending months finding a technical co-founder and, and ended up connecting with our third co-founder. Uh, his name's Pierre. He's a, a rock star software engineer and all around uh, great human. And, and uh, I think our, our early choice to say like, let's not go take the easy path of, you know, outsourcing our, our first product to a software engineering, software engineering team overseas and, and finding someone who not just is, is a great, uh, great at what they do, but also passionate about the problems that we're solving. Uh, we, we took the time to do it. That's, I would say the best decision that we've ever made. Uh, I think, you know, really, personally and as a company. Uh, and then we've continued that on as, as our team has continued to grow, um, taking the time up front to uh, make sure we're putting a lot of care into our job postings and putting a lot of care into our interview process and really having just very human conversations with the people that we're going to work with and, and then carrying that through to the onboarding flow and just investing a lot of time with the people that we're working with, um, I think has been a best investment that we make and, and will continue to make as we grow the company. Yeah, and uh, I think that's a great answer. I'm also just curious. I know so many uh, people trying to start a business. Uh, myself, I've gone through the, you know, trying to find a, a technical co-founder. It can be difficult. Uh, how did how did you do it? Any any uh, specifics on where you found them or how you how you uh, found the right person? Yeah, you know, and I guess this could go back to another uh, another like behavior that I've adopted. Um, but I would say not being afraid to ask people for help. Uh, is what got us to, you know, ultimately meeting our, our engineer and, and co-founder um, where we went down the kind of traditional path of like, let's like, you know, go to some networking events and let's go to, uh, you know, post some stuff on the internet and, you know, let's kind of do that. But ultimately it's uh, every, we went down this, this really in, intense path of like asking everybody we know, like, do you know somebody who's, who might know an engineer, you know? And it's like, we kind of yeah. went on that. Uh, and in every conversation we had, like, you know, we left it with like, uh, well, you know, this, you know, you know, this isn't really a good fit, or maybe you're not the type of person that, you know, you don't want to work with us, or maybe we want to work with you, but like leaving every conversation with, uh, you know, who else do you know is, is ultimately what got us, uh, to, to meeting our, our co-founder. Um, and, uh, I think, yeah, I, I don't know if that helps you. The advice I guess I would give there is just, uh, you know, don't be afraid to tap into your house. Uh, the power of, yeah. the power of your network is probably stronger than you think. <laughs> uh, I'll do a selfish uh, plug there. Power, the power of referrals. So what are, what are bad recommendations that you hear in your profession or area of expertise? Bad recommendations. Um, so we touched on this a bit earlier, but I would say in the software world, you know, like we got in, you know, at least, you know, obviously my, my co-founder here, uh, he's been building software a long time. So he's been down this path. But this was really my, you know, mine and John's first path in the software world. Um, and you hear a lot of 
uh, I would say bad advice uh, from people in this you know startup community of like, you know, somebody's already doing that, or uh, you know that comp, you know that competitor over there already has like, you know, this number of millions of dollars, and like there's no way you're gonna outbeat them. You don't have any money, and, and I, I guess where I'm going with that is the bad advice I hear uh, is uh, when people say like that's not gonna work because your competitors are already doing that. Um, and, and I would say the reverse of that, we've made a decision pretty early on to, I would say, ignore the competition because we're not trying to build, you know, something similar to what exists in the market because it's not working. Um, so we're coming in here and really rethinking the way the market works. And, uh, I think the, the, the good advice from my part on the reverse of that would be to people who are going out and building something like be aware of what exists in the market. Really important. You have to know what other people are doing, but, uh, don't, don't let it keep you up at night. I love that as well. Uh, last question on this segment of it. So what is the, uh, an unusual habit or absurd thing that you love? Ooh, that is a tough one. Unusual habit or absurd thing that I love. Um, this is going to be weird, right? But I'll go for it. Uh, so <laughs> on an absurd thing that I love, uh, I would say I actually really like awkward conversations and like awkward moments. Uh, that sounds really weird, but you know, a lot of like kind of awkwardness makes people uncomfortable. And I would say I almost, uh, drive in, drive in that environment. Uh, it's kind of weird. I don't, I don't love awkward moments, but I would, I would say, uh, I don't, uh, have a disdain for them either. Um, so, uh, that's the best I've got at the moment. <laughs> All right. Well, that's, that's not bad for putting you on the spot like that. Uh, so with that closing notes, anything else that you'd like to share with the audience? Anything about else you'd like to share today? Yeah, I'd say, uh, that, you know, thanks everyone for making it to listen this far. And if you're, you know, a, a healthcare staffing company out there and uh, you're dealing with, you know, really any area of, of inefficiency, but particularly around like, you know, credentialing and on, onboarding and candidate experience and candidate portals. And uh, we'd love to talk to you. Um, even if you're, you know, vendor locked in for the next five years, uh, we won't try to sell you. We just want to have a conversation about what the problems are that you're having so that we can start, you know, working in those pain points into our kind of development design process. Um, so, you know, definitely feel free to reach out and uh, on the, on the healthcare professional side for uh, anyone, you know, everyone knows a nurse, everyone knows a, uh, an allied health professional or a therapist or uh, anything on that side. So uh, reach out to those folks and say, Hey, go check out this thing. Come on. they can, they can make your you know career and credential and, and, uh, and uh, paperwork management a little bit easier. Awesome. Awesome. I uh, second that. And uh, Dave, really nice talking with you today. Appreciate you joining us and uh, hope you have a good one. Yeah, I appreciate it, Dave. Thanks for listening to The Staffing Show. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter at staffinghub.com to never miss an episode. Until next time.